Pat White senior night. I mean, I drove through a freaking blizzard to be in that stadium. Yeah. White out. I mean, that is right up there. My wife may have emotional. my wife my <laughs> wife may have seen me teary eyed that night. So I, I thought we were getting ready to see him teary eyed. <laughs> I swear I heard that like the He's quiver. A- Listen, <laughs> I told all you guys the Mountaineers are the uncle I never had. Okay, they're my family. We are back. We are back once again. It's going to be hard to follow up our last episode with uh, JJ Roberts, but uh, we've got uh, we've got some cool things to talk about today. So uh, uh, mostly W. We're going to make this W heavy. We're missing the Mountaineers, guys, and we're with just the uncertainty of not knowing if we're going to get to play in the fall. We just need to reminisce tonight, you know. Yeah, it's it's that time. So you know, Brent said a couple episodes ago. Of course, he does it every week. He was uh, watching old YouTube. Clips, I did highlights. Today. I did <laughs> he <it> did today. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about major the other night. I watched the run against Penn, Penn State, but what I forgot about that was, and I will say that Quincy's run is the greatest effort play, just because major went the wrong way, guys. That oh, was yeah, a broken play. I mean, he <laughs> forgot to play and went the wrong way. Yeah. So I'm still giving it to Quincy. Quincy, yeah. I know you're following us. We're waiting to get you on here. <laughs> We're gonna get him on here. What we thought we would do is. Uh, do a little would you rather, Bradley. Would you rather? I would rather. Would you, I would. Would you, or as my mom says, would you rather? It's R-U-T-H-E-R. Don't We're look. not doing any, this is PG rated. No would you rather involving Dreamer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> just, Dang it. Stop, stop it. Got my hopes up right Don't, now. Bubba. Got my hopes up. Stop it. Mm, Dreamer. We, we love you, Dreamer and Dale. So we thought it'd be kind of cool. Do a little Would You Rather W style, uh, mainly athletes. And some of our favorites that we well, we like to debate and talk about. Um, so we're going to do some football and basketball. You have so, to have basketball in there for me. Of course. Yeah. So we're going to start off with some uh, football stuff. And first, here we go. You guys ready? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. No. Asbury, is he a little mopey this evening? He is a little mopey, yeah. Little mopey. Just, I'm fine. Did your wife give you a hard time for coming here tonight? No, not at all. This is a passion of ours, guys. We're 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 blown up. <laughs> yeah. Know? All right. I'm a little too invested, I think, in the Instagram account right now. Okay. So I will I will say distracted. I will say he has done better Instagram and Facebook. He's, okay. He's I actually thought that was Bubba's Instagram. Then you it was Asbury yeah, putting him out there. I like it. Okay. So first, would you rather? Um, it's. More for our listeners and maybe me. I'm only one really old enough, but <laughs> uh, two seasons, two undefeated seasons. Ironically, um, I believe one, one, and two. I've got. I've yeah, got if you're watching on video, we got yeah. some. So 1988 that, was undefeated season. That's this is 05. Yes, I. You got 06 and 07. Okay. Oh, sorry. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Same record because we lost one game. <laughs> Actually, that was better. So 1988 versus 1993 are two true undefeated seasons. And, uh, I mean, I'll start. So, I mean, 88 is really what got me as a W fan. Um, parents had season tickets. I assume – I was eight years old. I thought that was how life was going to be as a Mountaineer <laughs> fan. <laughs> and oh, God. Uh, you screwed up. And, you know, they had the rap songs. They had – I mean, the mage, Reggie Rip. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I really thought that was how it was going to be. So, 
uh, for me, it's fairly easy. And I also think the 88 team, I think the 98, 93 team snuck by some teams, good teams. Uh, the 88 team demolished teams. I mean, absolutely demolished teams. Oh, yeah. 88 was by far more talented, better team. Yeah. 93 was gritty. But. Yeah, so for me, I'm going 88. Um, you know, by far, I, I I just think it's that's that's it. So I'm going 88. Who wants to go? Brent, do it. I'm going with 88 too, uh, just because. Now, with saying that, I can realize. I mean, that team was obviously better than 93, but I'm in a different boat just because the 93 team was what started my fandom. That's what I remember. I still remember Robert Walker. I think we might have played Louisville at home that year. And yes. I went – we were at that game, and it was just crazy. So, that was what – Louisville was good then, too. Yeah, yeah and that's what started that for me, just being absolutely obsessed, and it's never really stopped. But um, – so, I will go with 88 just because – you said, uh, you know, the rap video and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bino Cook also, right. before the season, yeah. picked them to win the national championship. And always there's a clip that I saw on YouTube this week um, <laughs> with Don Nealon just kind of giving him a hard time saying uh, – you know, you're not the smartest man or something like that, kind of yeah. taking a shot for picking them. So I'm going to go with uh, 88 just because, I mean, they had – their whole line was fifth-year seniors. Yep. You had major running around out there. They were just so talented. So I'm going with 88. All right. Who wants to go? I'll, I'll go. I'll just jump on the bandwagon and oh, just say okay. 88. Um, mainly because – was like three and doesn't remember. Actually, I was one. <laughs> Jeez. Man, that hurt hurt right hard. (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) I was young for both of them, so I don't really remember either one. Um, I've probably seen more highlights from 88 than 93, though. So that's uh, I'll keep that short and sweet and pass it over to you. We'll make it a clean sweet. I mean, I think the easy answer here is 88 uh, for everything we talked about. I mean, 93, uh, we've talked about in a previous episode, um, was kind of a big deal. Uh, Just being a little bit older and remembering it better, but 88, I'd take that. All day. Yeah. I will say that I heard uh, Jake the Snake was on uh, another podcast yep. um, recently, and it was that was really cool. It was. It was, really, it was that, a really good interview. It was really cool. I mean, first of all, he remembered, little, I mean, like every play. <laughs> minute detail. Yes. Uh, I mean, like, not just the play, like big plays. But even talking little. about interceptions he had in the 92 season. Yeah. Yes. I mean, talking about yeah. costing a game, it was kind of crazy. Right. And, and I, I forgot how big, I mean – before recruiting the big recruiting services, the dude was legit. Yeah. I mean, everybody wanted him. Uh, and then Robert Walker, I remember um, Syracuse, they kind of pulled the old, uh, if you remember when we beat uh, Georgia in the, this is, I'm going, I'm going flash forward here uh, with Steve Slayton with Greg Blue. And they said they had never seen SEC yeah. speed. Well, Syracuse, I remember that week was on and on and on about their speed they had. And you remember the Robert Walker, Walker run when he flat out? Yeah. I mean, oh, he was yeah. 20 yards past everyone else. Well, and then there was also a little added uh, motivation for that game against Syracuse because that was the year was, after the Marvin Graves yep. when he yep. did that not get kicked out of the game. Right, yeah. And they – I mean, we killed them. Yeah. Like Don Needham won to prove a point. Nothing or something like that. 48 nothing, I think. 48. It was bad. I believe so. All right, so we'll uh, sort of along the line, uh, same lines there. Pat White or Major Harris. Oh. So oh. I'm going to start this because oh. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I did this once. I had this debate like in detail uh, when we had Pat White. Uh, I mean, he. I've never personally, you know, seen anyone like him. 
major, again, I wasn't, I was fairly young, eight, nine years old. He was way, way ahead of his time. Way, I mean, you know, he was Cam Newton before, way before him. But um, what he edges out Pat in one thing, he did lead us to a national championship. And so for a long time, I kept him a just like 1A, 1B. I kept him a notch above Pat. But, um, I, you know, once a couple years went by and the game we don't speak of happened, you know, you got to look at careers. Pat is just – it's just unreal. Four straight years. And, and when he came in against Louisville to do what he did uh, to, to win that game, first of all, to even yeah. come in that game. And maybe the most humble guy, you know, at least to the media and to the fans and all that stuff. So I got to give it to old Patty, man, Pat White. Go for it. Who wants to do that? Are we all going to agree on all these? Because I am, I am definitely Pat White. Yeah. So if you think about not only, okay, other than his senior year, and that's just because um, Bill Stewart hired a bum as an offensive coordinator. He did. Um, so his first three years, not only did he win bowl games, but he won some of the most prestigious bowl games you can win. Sugar Bowl, Gator Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. In his yeah. first, It's not like he was winning uh, the – what the Motor City Bowl or something like that? Oh, it's not like he was winning or that. Bowl. <laughs> or the, Brent's always taking shots constantly. <laughs> or the grass cutting bowl down there in Tampa, or the Bahama Bowl. I mean, he was. We were beating legit teams. So yeah, I agree. And then my my obviously the Louisville game will always be like as far as in Mountaineer Field, greatest game I've ever watched. Texas, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. I know you weren't there, but that Texas game. Rance, that we, Rance does listen to a yeah. podcast. <laughs> it was Rance's fault. It was Rance's wedding. I was there. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. But he, and he knew it too. Yeah. That day, he's like, "You're not. You, you're not going to forgive me." <laughs> <laughs> the the Texas game may be the greatest game that we all went to, but other than the Louisville game, another game I stepped out. <laughs> <laughs> Good pattern here. Other than the Louisville game. Pat White senior night. I mean, I drove through a freaking blizzard to be in that stadium. Yeah. White out. I mean, that is right up there. My wife may have emotional. My wife, my <laughs> yeah. wife may have seen me teary eyed that night. So I, I, I thought we were getting quiver. ready to see him teary eyed. <laughs> I swear I heard that like the He's quiver. A- Listen, <laughs> I told all you guys the Mountaineers are the uncle I never had. Okay. They're my family. They are my family. Let's go but, back down a rabbit hole. Who plans a wedding Rants. during football season? Rants. My wife knows that if there's a wedding, birthday party, something during the football and basketball season on a Saturday, there's a good chance we are going to have a disagreement because I will put my foot down and not go. Uh, so that's just the way it is. The only thing I will usually miss a game for is my son's sporting events. And that shows you where my... Maybe my priorities are if I won't go to somebody's wedding or birthday party, but I will go to my son's sporting events. We know, I'm Pat White. We know Brad won't. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, we're bringing up sense of subject here. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. I missed an RV trip because I had to go to my sister-in-law's wedding. To sing some JT, which you did say, I'm not singing at the wedding, but I will go. And then we saw your big, beautiful voice singing from JT. <laughs> As the bride came down the aisle, you were there singing. I can't help it. Cry me a river. Yes. Cry me a river. That'd be a bad wedding song. <laughs> no, it was a bad wedding song, actually. I don't have to worry about it. I don't think she'll ever listen to this. Yeah, what'd you sing? Oh, boy. You didn't it think your a- parents were going to listen to it either, and they, they listened. Yeah. Um, 
what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't say anything about my parents. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what that freaking song was. It was one that um, it was like so weird. The lyrics were like people didn't people say we shouldn't be together, but here we are. Type mm. stuff. I don't. It's very weird. And they're still married. As far as I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pat White, Major Harris, give it to us. Brad, me. Yep. Um, I'm Pat White, 100 percent all the way. Um, that was. Um, I always, you know, grew up watching and loving the Mountaineers, but that's whenever I really started to fall hard. Are you that much younger than all of us? Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. I was in law school when he was, <laughs> he was a puppy. <laughs> I mean, that was that was like I went to a lot of the games and, um, you know, Pat White, Steve Slayton, Owen Schmidt. That that was like, I don't know. That that was the highlight probably of being a Mountaineer fan so far for me. Yeah, those, those three years were unreal. Were good good years. Yep. Good years, yeah. Asbury. Clean sweep again. Okay. I mean, you can't. You can't. I mean, I'm sorry. I love Major, but yeah, Pat kind of surpassed it with his winning. And I think it's closer though. It than is you guys really have. close. Okay, you guys that think it's closer. Oh okay. no, it's really close. Okay, that's just. I mean, we have been we have been pretty spoiled at the quarterback. Position. Yeah, we have. We have for eh, a while and running back yep. for that matter. Yep. Let me add one. Um, you mentioned the uh, the bowl games that that Pat won of the BCS games. So. Sugar, mm-hmm. go ahead. Fiesta and Gator. Okay, he won the Sugar and, and Fiesta, and then we won the Orange Bowl with Gino and yeah. Tavon. Mm-hmm. Well, let's add one real quick. Of those three, mine's pretty easy. But of those three, which one's you? Which was your favorite? Oh, yeah. no doubt about it, the Sugar Bowl because yeah. Nova nobody gave us a chance yeah. to yeah. win, and we jumped on them. And I still remember the uh, Georgia fans with the what the what they call it, the surrender. Uh, surrender, surrender cobra yes yeah. yeah i mean we just jumped on them before they knew yeah. yeah and they talk so much crap that they haven't seen it we hadn't yeah. seen sec speed and steve slayton made them look like they were standing still yeah. in that game it was unreal right it and also if you remember how important that game was at the time the the biggest ended up years later kind of folding but it, it was close to folding right there they were it, talking about taking our bcs bit oh, exactly yeah. they yeah. were going to take it and um Oh, who was the commissioner? Come on. Trangizi? Yes. So he came to the law school the year after that and told us that was the single uh, game that basically put them back on the map, kept their BCS. He said, you never know how – that game was the most important game for the biggies in the history. That's yeah. what he said. So is, then, gonna, is that going to be a clean sweep too? Or yeah. you guys picking up? Oh, yeah. All yeah. sugar. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Oh, I got one for you. Just a quick one. Okay. Uh, Don Nealon or Rich Rod? just kidding oh boy uh okay i feel like we're gonna start getting some some, we're we're gonna start debates here all right steve slayton or amos zaraway but asbury go first oh okay let's start that end of the table look at him again this is a close one this is close yeah yeah but i'm going famous amos okay all right i mean just the original just he was electric, um, and he's still, to me, the best running back W's ever had. Really? He's going on record saying that? Oh, gosh. Because yeah. I've said Famous. that, but I didn't know Asbury. He always argues. But he, he just likes he to argue. He just likes to argue, I, I, just he, to be a jerk. You don't know by now that I just like to argue with you. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, we have some really good Should we there. throw Avon in there and see if he says it? Avon or Amos? Avon's number three. Okay. All right. Then he does just like to argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bubba, who you got? I, I'm 
sticking to that same duo, the Steve Slayton. Okay. So okay. That, I mean, I, I remember watching Amos um, and how great he was, but I mean, I think I'm more paid more attention whenever Steve Slayton was there and just what he did as a running back. Well, it's because you were alive. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is it is close, but um, I've had a list of Mountaineer players that like a handful that I thought were game absolute game changers, and I thought Amos Airway was at any given moment could he could make a defense. I mean, Slayton had that straight speed. Zaraway could make so many defenders look so stupid. That Notre Dame game, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That we lost, but I mean. <laughs> Again, I've, everyone. And that was before. I watched that game on YouTube a couple of weeks. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, well, that was that was before social media, and my lord, he lit up the headlines yeah. across the country. Um, again, I, I do think it's close, but uh, and they both left early, which stinks. Yep. But I go, I go, famous Amos. All right, I'm going Slayton. Okay. And here's why. If you really think about that, the '05 season, you realize how dumb Rich Rodriguez was. Steve Slayton started the year fourth on the depth yeah, chart. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You had Gwaltney, Colson, and uh, Perel, Pernell Williams, or whatever his name yeah. was, then Steve Slayton. And he didn't start playing until the Virginia Tech game, which we lost. And he had an amazing game. Right. And I was like to add, I know it didn't end well, but you could see it in Gwaltney if he wouldn't have gotten yeah, hurt. Yeah, I agree. Oh, if you had those two Man, together. Could you imagine having those two together? Yeah. Uh, it would have been unreal. But once he got hurt, he kind of unraveled and it never was the same. But, yeah. Uh, man, and, that would have been awesome. So the, just the reason why I say Steve Slayton, think about his freshman year, and that he didn't play hardly at all those first – I mean, it's probably three or four mm-hmm. games. And then if he would have come back for his senior year, but I just think back – He was the, banged up his junior year yep, a lot. Oh, just, a lot. And his sophomore year was when he hurt his wrist and he kept fumbling against Louisville. Yeah. Um, that probably cost us a game, but I'm still going with you, Steve, <laughs> just because just what he was a part of. I mean, that, if you look back, that, those three years were – some of the best years we've yeah. had. I mean, Unstoppable was Schmidt, Pat, Steve. Then you add in Noel, his junior year. I yeah. mean, that, well, so. that's what's crazy about how many yards Slayton did have. You had Pat White, yeah, it, yep. who was crazy, you know, with his stats. And you had Noel getting it uh, toward his end of his career. He was banged up. He didn't start his freshman year, didn't play his senior year. And what is he – is he second all-time in, in rushing yards? I think so. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. So, um, anyways, all right, let's wrap it on that one, Bubba. Did you already go? I already went. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's right. All right, sorry. A um, couple more football. We'll go wide receiver this time. Um, so, we are going to go with Chris Henry versus Stedman Bailey. Ooh. Now, two, di- two totally different as far as uh, how they're built. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, ended up both being pretty much our deep threats. Uh, to me, Henry, and I'll just go ahead and go, uh, he was just one of those Randy Moss types. You throw the ball up, he would adjust, make people look stupid. Just He could catch anything, just unbelievable hands, skinny as a rail, you know, probably didn't work out at all. <laughs> Stevan, to me, was the opposite. You know, just he wasn't very tall, worked out all the time, just was a rock, the stiff arm against Pitt. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it's real. That was a really, really tough one for me. I, Chris Henry was so wild to watch because we did nothing but run the ball then. And then we got him and it was like, Ooh, okay. Now we got a little deep threat here. Um, but man, Stephen, 
the record Stedman had, and I know it was a different offense, but he was also fighting uh, for a lot of, you know, he had Tavon on that team. Yep. He had a lot of talent on that team, so I've got to go Stedman. And Stedman had to deal with two years of a terrible offense coordinator. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Tavon and Stedman, Noel Devine, I mean, it really – yeah. That decision to hire a guy that never called plays before, really, just really – I hope he's out of the coaching business, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, he's not. I, I saw Jeff Mullen is oh somewhere. Gosh. I have to look that I up. Be, he better not be calling plays. And if he is, he better be a lot better than what he was for us because it was bad. Uh, but I'm going to go with Stedman, too. Uh, okay. Stedman's just the touchdowns he scored. One of my most memorable things that I've seen from him is when he – caught that first touchdown against LSU, and they have the shot mm. from the end zone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was at the game, but when you rewrite a game on YouTube, uh, it <laughs> shows him just with that shot. It's one of the most iconic, like, kind of pictures because he threw his hands up. But but both of these guys, if you think about it, I mean, tragic ends to their NFL career. Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. of them. Uh, so, But I'm still going to go with Stedman as far as the WVU days. Okay. That's, that's – I'm hopping on that board too, Stedman. Um, I do remember watching Chris Henry and um, – that was crazy. What he was in the back of a pickup truck and fell out. Yeah, yeah, legit in a neighborhood. Yep, that's just, nuts. And then Stebman's career was just now starting to take oh, off. Oh yeah. Um, and then you know, he was making hay playing special teams. I mean, that's oh, yeah. what he kind of specialized and decided that's how he was going to get in until he could. Make he was play. starting to get time too on yeah. offense too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I mean that just that combo uh, with him and Gino was just ridiculous to watch back in the day. Um, and his hands, uh, he didn't drop many. Right. So I'm going with Stebbin. Did you say somebody's hands didn't drop <laughs> any? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good hands. Meaty hands. <laughs> Very good sticky hands. We're not arguing very much because I'm also going to go with Stebbin. Yeah. I mean, again, Henry was a physical freak and obviously a great wide receiver, but Stebbin's work ethic and his ability to make some crazy catches, um, just like you were talking about his kind of – iconic picture against LSU. The one play that I think stands out to me the most of his career is the fourth down catch against USF. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. That we would have lost. We don't go game. the orange ball. We don't go the orange ball if he doesn't make that catch. And also, I don't know, you probably know the story, but he really got a concussion on that play. They picked him up he and was, he, yeah. or it, it was either concussion or it was his ribs. I thought or it was ribs. Maybe yeah, it was yeah. his ribs. He could but he couldn't physically get off the ground. And they were going to run time off, right? Yes. If he didn't get off the ground. Yeah, yeah. so they picked him up, and he, he basically just got up just enough to stand there. Right. So that they could um, clock the clock it or whatever. But uh, that catch, because where, where that ball was thrown, right, there was nobody there. And he came out of nowhere to catch that ball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the one play I really remember of all of them. So Yeah. But do we want to thank him for that? Because that probably gave Dana a few extra years that he didn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> well – they did win the Orange Bowl. Yeah, there, so. um, we thought about doing Tavon versus someone, and I, <laughs> who I mean, do you put Tavon against? He's just nobody. He's unbelievable, and we could go on and on. You said that fourth down catch against uh, against uh, South Florida. Uh, the fourth down, I was I was there. The fourth down text uh, against Texas. Fourth down catch. I'm sure you've recently watched on YouTube. <laughs> he catches the ball. There are three guys standing there. Oh yeah, they're already in motion. And he runs away from him. I, I I was there. I'm like, I was literally didn't even clap. I'm baffled. I'm like, how, <laughs> how did he do that? Yeah. But he, every it was so often that he did that. You know, so many times Oklahoma you, game and 
you probably didn't clap because you're probably in the concourse staring at the wall. No, not that time. <laughs> I was, but when Gino fumbled, I went to the, to the ground. Yeah. So, so when so Tavon coming out of high school, he was a running back. Yeah. So yeah. then you see that Oklahoma game. What could he have done if they would have put him oh, at running back his entire career? Bill Stewart and Jeff Mullen. Yeah. And I what's mean, crazy is the next week he played running back against Kansas, right? And it was yeah. it was a good game. But you think back and think it was a bad game because of what he had just did. Right. I mean, everybody expected him to run for 600 yards against Yeah, he had 100. He still had over 100. Yeah. And Iowa State. Yeah. I think they moved him there kind of permanently. Yeah, after that. basically. But our next one, to me, is a close second to table on, on pure athleticism, and that's Jerry Porter. Uh, the, he was another one that Don, poor Don Nillen literally didn't know where to put him. Yeah. Do I put him a quarterback or – he played everything. Wide receiver or safety or whatever, and he, he played them all and, and actually was pretty daggone good at all of them. Ended up going to the NFL as a wide receiver. So we're going to uh, we're gonna say Jerry Porter versus David Seals. So, I mean, again, I think it takes away from Jerry Porter that he played so many different positions. Um, but, you know, pure athlete, obviously Jerry Porter. Technically, Seals played multiple. Yeah, yeah. Did you well. hear that? <laughs> I believe he started yes. off as a quarterback. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yes. And then, and uh, what was that coach that offered him? I can't remember. Something uh, Kiffin. Okay. And I think it was was it South Carolina or Southern California? It was it was USC. So USC. It was Southern California. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. yep. We could talk about that sometime. Yeah, we we may have to do a thirty for thirty on him. <laughs> uh, pure athlete, Jerry Porter, hands down. Uh, honestly, I think he's second to probably only Tavon. As a pure wide receiver, I I didn't – David Seals absolutely amazed me. <laughs> I mean, he, has, he has a dad bod. Well, he, he does, yes, does. he does. He wasn't really – I don't know. Not only could he – he had great hands, adjust to the ball, but somehow he ran he past separated him. from <laughs> everyone. I, don't, <laughs> he really I did. do not understand it because he, you know, he, he wasn't very fast, but it, it, it was – I liken it to the slow guy walking on the treadmills at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like their feet's not moving very fast, but they're yeah. flying down yeah. through there. But I'll go David Seals, pure uh, wide receiver. I mean, the amount of touchdown catches he had was uh, absurd. So we'll go Seals for me. Brent? I'm going Jerry Porter. Oh. <laughs> I just – I still remember he was – you know, I was younger, but I still remember watching him, loving to watch – I mean, he, he literally did everything for that team. So, I'm going with him. And then if you throw into his NFL career, he was yeah. a good NFL oh, yeah. he was, yeah. wide receiver. He was opposite of uh, Jerry Rice and uh, Tim Brown when yeah. they made that run the with uh, Rich Gannon was the quarterback. So, yeah. I'm going Jerry Porter. Show me your cannon, Rich Gannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go Seals. I mean, I was still young. Porter, I do remember him playing in professional more than um, college, though. But uh, Seals, yeah, man, I don't know. It's uh, He looked definitely like a quarterback, maybe, yeah, maybe even a punter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, really good hands. Just I, He might be one of those guys that uh, runs faster in games with adrenaline pumping than maybe a clock 40 time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's who I'm going with. Now, David Seals was unstoppable in the red zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. a fade or a slant, they knew it and they threw could it not him. stop him. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, kind of what you're saying, if you're taking the full career, yeah, I would take Porter 
and I kind of want to take Porter, but since we're talking about just a WVU angle here, um, I don't think you can argue with what Be seals. like me. Do it all. I took the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, into the nah, I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to take just WVU, and I'm going to go with seals on this one. Uh, again, okay. you could not stop him. I mean, you just look at the end of the Texas game. Uh, they knew what they were going to run. Couldn't stop it twice. Yeah. Finally, they just basically triple covered him. <laughs> and let Greer walk in. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's I, you all were wrong on that one, but it, it was a good discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had some argument there. Yeah. All right. So the last category, uh, we'll flip over defense. Mm. A lot of good defensive players. It was hard to find a lot of good matchups, so we only got one, and uh, people can suggest other ones to us. But I got another one. Oh. Look at this. Let's hear it. Let's go defensive backs. Okay. You got them in mind? Yeah. Pac-Man. Ooh. Do you know what the other one's going to be? No. No, because I tried to think of one for Pac-Man. Current. Joseph. Carl Joseph? Yes. Two different positions, though. Yeah. One's hard-hitting safety and one's a pure cover guy. Mm. So you don't want to compare? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> you could go uh, Beasley and oh, Carl yeah. Joseph. Yeah, Mike Logan versus Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, like that. that's a good one. But, you know, those are guys are are all kind of old. You guys aren't going to choose any of the old guys probably. But let's go. This is a real good one, I think, that we thought of. <laughs> we're just going to skip just right, right, right over that. Brad. Well, here's the thing with just – It was a bad decision, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Defensive backs in general – I mean, you have to look at what, you know, Pac-Man started to have to go go against compared to those guys. I mean, they, they weren't under nearly as much pressure as a Carl Joseph in mm-hmm. the Big 12 no, and, no. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I will take Carl Joseph as my favorite defensive back ever, though. Oh, I mean, the way he just killed people. His yeah. freshman year against Texas and then yeah. against Oklahoma. I mean. Oh, it that, is true, though. That hit against Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Which which would get him ejected for yes. the season. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um also, um, I forgot what I was gonna say, so <laughs> <laughs> so we will go <laughs> Gary Stills versus Bruce Irvin. <laughs> I mean, two absolute studs now i will say you know bruce got drafted extremely high i think gary was like maybe second I'm, i could be off about this second or third round i think so yeah um i'd have to look it up but again you know different times uh he was incredible off the edge during my time i, I he was my you know my favorite of course sack master i guess you could say but uh Bruce is in that in that time period for me, man. Um, and I think he was very underrated as far as strength. I think his speed was uh, incredible, but he would just bully people too. Oh yeah. Um, but still, you know, Stills had a pretty good NFL career. Irvin's having a pretty solid NFL career. I got to go, Bruce, man. Was it because when he got a sack in the stadium, they'd always play the Bruce from uh, (laughs) the Bruce from Finding Nemo would always be on the big screen. (laughs) That was always pretty funny. Uh, I don't know, man. I just just, Stills was right around that time with Amos, you know, just right around then. 
And I just, I'm going Gary Stills. Okay. I just, I mean, he destroyed people. <laughs> and like when he wanted to off the edge, he was getting there. And he played for like, what, was it 11 years for the Chiefs or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it was, so it was I'm, good. I'm going Gary Stills. He was one of my favorites growing up. Yeah, I really don't think you can go wrong on this one. No, no, no. I'm I'm going Bruce. <laughs> Just because I felt like anytime it was third and whatever passing down, third and seven and above, um, the stadium started chanting Bruce. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He was getting a sack. Yeah. I felt that. I can feel it in my bones. You can feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look above his hand holding his tripod. I know, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a little toothpick. Like a toothpick. I watched a documentary on Andre the Giant. And I thought it was above his fingers <laughs> on the screen the other day. No, holding, he, the, holding the beer can. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen him holding a wine bottle? Oh, it's it looks crazy. like someone holding oh, yeah. a, a normal just beer bottle. It's nuts. <laughs> he holds little cans like this. It's like, I don't know. So you two are going with Bruce, but what? So that was when the internet was popping. Oh, that was when the internet was popping, and you know, that's when I really started to pay attention to recruiting. And you all are going to know this name because he never showed up. Oh, Tavita Finau. He tweeted the other day. Did you see that? No. He tweeted uh, someone in West Virginia, and they said (laughs) we should get you on one of our shows to hear your side of the story because you know he was. It was almost like people didn't believe he existed. Yeah. It was like years. an urban legend. Yeah. Like he was never going to show up. Yeah. A four-star, just unreal pass yeah. rusher. And they were supposed to come together. He actually, I think. He actually lived in Morgantown. Yeah. Oh, he came, he came yeah, to Morgantown. He was, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. He lived here. Yeah. yeah. And never could get cleared to play. No. Apparently not. And then he went and finished his career somewhere else, Utah, right? I think. Oh, he, and he actually gosh. played like a year in the NFL, I think. He did. He I don't know him. if he yep. got on the active roster, but. Uh, Tavita Finale. Bruce yep. Irvin. Yeah. Oh, whew. All right, well, All right, I'll, I'll finish it out. Um, again, um, you can't go wrong either way. Um, He's going to pick somebody completely different. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to prove uh, you can go wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, lots of good memories watching Bruce. I, I agree with everything you said, but, uh, you know, Gary was the original, and uh, I can just still remember some of the hits he had, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to go with him. Okay. Uh, again, I don't think you can go wrong. Brent, you mentioned something about Carl Joseph being probably your favorite defensive player ever. So, we're going to do our Mojax Hall of Fame. Brought to you by... Gino's Pizza and Spaghetti. Stop in and get you a big cheesy nine ninety nine. I did it right that time, right? Good well, job. you didn't say South Charleston. But. South Charleston. <laughs> West Virginia. They're going to pull our sponsorship if you don't get that together. Uh, well, after we chomped that buffet, Glenn <laughs> may, he may pull it. Um, we're just going to kind of, it's going to be a simple question, but it's going to be really hard to answer. And that is our top three favorite Mountaineer football players of all time. Now this is going to be difficult boys. Who wants to start on this? Possible. It is hard. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll start. I'll I'll give you guys time. Um, three's, three's pretty daggone hard, but I mentioned earlier about, I, I kind of had a list of guys that I always thought were n- not just fun to watch, but just absolute game changers. And it's hard for me to kind of stray from those guys. Um, but there's four of them, <laughs> really five. <laughs> but so I'm just going to give them all to you. That's okay. a, so um, first is the defensive side of the ball. And that's Grant Wiley. Oh, I thought Ooh. about him too, man. And he, 
I just never could quite grasp how one man could be everywhere on the field, yep. but not be like a pack man. He wasn't extremely fast. Wasn't ex- I mean, he was. I'm sure he was fast and strong, but he wasn't like combine out of this world yeah, numbers. He was just everywhere. Everywhere. He was probably the smartest guy. And I remember my first year up there, uh, I was watching the Blue Gold game, and uh, he had redshirted, and he was tearing people apart. And the fans were yelling to old Donnie, uh, get ready, boy, because this <laughs> this kid is ready. He is ready to roll, and I mean he was. I mean, so many plays he made, and I think uh, he went to Minnesota. Either got drafted or was signed. Hurt his back and was within like a month was out of football, and he went into acting or something. Lost all kinds like, of weight. Yeah. So, but his most memorable play has to be the goal line stand against Virginia yeah. Tech, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were there. Yeah. You we all were there. Uh, oh yeah. So Grant Wiley. Um, I just he was everywhere, um, and then I've got kind of a cluster for the next three. Um, I mentioned Amos Arrow way he makes my list because I, he was a game changer. I just really know us. I mean, he first carry of his career, sixty nine yard touchdown against Pitt. Eat Pitt. Yep. So uh, the next two, um, I he's the probably the I think the top pure athlete to ever play at WU. His NFL career, while he's still in the NFL, was completely ruined by Jeff Fisher. Uh, if he had went to New England, he would be a Hall of Famer, and that is Tavon Austin. Oh, man, that's true. There's nothing like him. Uh, we've, we've already talked about it. I mean, there's really not much more you can say. He's he's a, I think he's a one-of-a-kind, one one, like once-in-a-lifetime type player. Oh, yeah. And then my number one favorite uh, is, is Pat, man. It's Pat, Pat White. Uh, I loved everything about him. His attitude, just taking over games. Uh, I mean, I loved watch that, that. Those couple years, it was one of the few that I didn't get very nervous very often uh, when games. Now we lost some games, but just it was it was extremely fun to watch that yeah. offense. Um, how about the one against Pitt? It was video game stats? He threw for two hundred, ran for two hundred. Slayton ran for two hundred. And caught for 200. That was at Pitt. At Pitt. And yeah. I was there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's mine. There you go. I, my f- I, I got- All right, I'll go ahead. Oh, it's re- tough decision for me. It's tough. All right, I'm going to go with one honorable mention. Nope. And that's Gary Stills. I mean, I, I remember being a kid and just watching him just destroy people. So, he is my honorable mention. Okay. Number three. Carl Joseph. Ooh. Felt terrible that he oh. blew his knee out. Oh, yeah. Senior year. And not only part of the reason why I like him now, he joined my Browns. <laughs> he joined my Browns. <laughs> We're turning around up there. But that's he, was, a whole... he was on a record-setting interception pace. Oh, that yeah. wasn't even his game his senior no, year. He no, I mean, he was a hard hitter, run right. stopper. But he – so he was definitely my number three. Number two, Owen Schmidt. Oh my lord! Wow. Okay. Just well, what he meant. Yeah. He, he just what he meant to that team. Uh, he was just the heart and soul. Just I I was there when he just started banging his head with his helmet because mm. didn't he mess up on a punt or something like that? It wasn't even yeah, that important. Uh, his speech after the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. I mean that's one of the most iconic speeches. You can watch it on YouTube, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, after the game. Uh, when he took the drum and just started yeah. beating on the drum, just so many iconic moments. When you think about 
runaway beer truck. Yeah. Number two. And he, and he was probably, you know, one of those guys he truly appreciated even getting a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and just then his you watched story. Him and again, made the NFL, probably could have played more. Yeah. Uh, you know, was kind of reckless, so he didn't. But <laughs> well, well, I don't know if it was one of the first games he started, but he got announced in the NFL and he took his helmet oh, and started yeah. doing it. That, a, and he just blood a preseason himself. game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, himself. just blood all over himself. Yeah. So that's my number two. Number one has to be Pat White. Oh, I mean, okay. just. That time of WV football, I don't know if it'll ever be repeated. Yeah. It was just a special time watching him. Four bowl victories. He's the man. That's true. All right, boys, we got a starter for you. I'll go. Um, Here we go. <clears throat> so, I like how Brad clears his throat into the mic. Hey, Dana. Let we got rid of you. Clear. You're in Houston, <clears throat> baby. No, 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 no. Um, so these are three probably my favorite players to watch. The same thing with uh, what Brent was talking about, Schmidt and that charisma and everything else. So I will say number three on my list is going to be Pat McAfee. Oh, holy as a cow. favorite Mountaineer. Okay. I mean, you know, people underestimate punters anyways, and how much of a game changer that can be. And he was probably one of the best that we've ever had. Had a great NFL career. But I love Pat McAfee. Still listen to his podcast and. Watch him on Instagram all the time. Um, number two. Do you have a poster of him up in your room or anything like that? Not Do you love room. him that much? Okay. Not in the room. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just ba- basement, In the bathroom? <laughs> basement, basement bathroom. <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> up on the ceiling. Uh, anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, number two is going to have to be Tavon. I don't think I've ever seen anybody like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a ridiculous athlete. And then I'll have to agree with Brent on my number one is Pat White. Okay, cool. Good list. Well, there we go. No, I kind of feel bad. I was going to have one honorable mention. Okay. And Brad took my thunder because I didn't think anybody would say it. Pat McAfee? Pat McAfee. Oh. Okay. He was my honorable mention. All right. He was almost number three, but honorable mention. Uh, These guys. <laughs> number three, Bruce Irvin. Mm. Just because, again, Boom. he was just so electric. I just. So Bruce Irvin's your number three, yet you took Gary Stills over him. I did. But he favorite. thinks of like skill. You think Gary Stills is better, but yes. Bruce Irvin is your my, favorite. Was my favorite to watch. Okay, gotcha. I got you. Because it was just when, like you said, when it was third down, <laughs> the stadium would go crazy because everybody. Just they literally him. chanted his name exactly. every third down. It was amazing <laughs> to watch. Um, he was great. And then uh, we're just gonna have a ton of overlap. Uh, number two, Tavon. Yeah. Um, well, two slash one. I, I really group them together because I love watching both of them play the same. And Pat White. I mean, can't say anything else more than what everybody else has already said. But uh, that that time period was just amazing. Yeah, and uh, would love to be able to watch them play some more. Yep, I've got two that we should mention. Two great Mountaineers. Uh, they were up there when I was up there, so I, I met them, and it was kind of cool. So that was a little bit different, and just uh, me, you know, kind of knowing them a little bit, and then seeing them on the field was kind of cool, uh, and they flipped the program a, a little bit. Absolutely. And that is uh, Rashid Marshall, Yeah, who he, you know, he got, he's gotten to be underrated, I think, because he's Big East Player of the Year. Yeah. But there were so many other quarterbacks that followed him that broke records and things like that that I don't think he really gets them as much credit as he probably should. Yeah. So change the culture with. When, yeah, with Rich Rod coming yeah. in and everything. Exactly right. And then um, Quincy, man, 
Quincy was so fun to watch because every time he got and before the Miami play, every time he got the ball, we were like, I, I was thinking, oh, please run, run a guy over. Right. I mean, this is it's a blast to watch. Um, but loaded backfield with Quincy, you know, he he wasn't the feature back until his senior year. He got tons of yards, touchdowns, and he even split some time with KJ. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we just had we were loaded back then, but those two guys really, I mean, they they moved the program to new heights. Those honestly. two guys were part of another one. I mean, there's so many games when you think about it, but that Virginia Tech game, yeah, nobody oh. expected us to win. Yeah, should have been 28 to nothing, and they just the 93 yard pass to Garvin. Yeah, and then I mean Quincy just owned them that night. So, I still get chills just thinking about the memories of that game. Yeah, and that was when they made the hard stance of you're not tearing down the goalpost. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people yeah. were running around the field. We were there. I mean, <laughs> I was sprayed. I was there. They were getting sprayed. Were you all on the field? No, but I, we were getting it in the stands. Yeah, oh, right? my gosh. We went down to get on the field, and it was all the, the madness, and yeah. we, we didn't See, partake. So. Glenn and I did the same thing, and we yeah. didn't – we were like, no, I'm not – I mean, they had the dogs out there and everything, oh, and yeah. that's when they made the stance. No more tearing down goalposts. Yep. Well, what's cool about Quincy is I had a class with him the the spring that he blew his knee out on that awful turf. Yeah. And, oh, gosh, yes. and he came to class that Monday. He hadn't had surgery yet. And I was like, man, that's sorry. That stinks, you know. And I remember him saying, it, just, it really hasn't hit me yet because you think of the the time immediately. I mean, you think of the time off. He's a, he's a running back. I mean, awful, awful. Was came, that his freshman year? Or what year was that? Uh, I don't. I want to say sophomore year, his sophomore year. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but yeah, because didn't he play two? He redshirted the year, and then I think so. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Um, maybe he can tell us. Yeah, in a couple weeks, get we can learn about the whole Kennedy run he was on oh, to the man. state championship. Yep. To We're gonna go on to WVU. Yeah, we've got some good questions for old Quincy, so hopefully he can join us. So that's a good one, boys. Uh, we are gonna wrap up. And uh, we might do Would You Rather again another episode. Let's do it. You know, you know what Brent's going to want us to do. Oh, we got to do some basketball. We oh, got to do some hoopage. Did you see Oscar the other day jumping over the hurdles? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs>